my name is Kathy and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you are not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. I'm so glad NFL is in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Prideful Takes Podcast. It is your boy, Pride. We are about to enter week four of the NFL. You know what that means? It means it is time for Power Rankings Plus. We'll do a little bit of NBA talk today with the regular season almost here. Who got started proof? We'll talk about that. And obviously how every day goes. We talk about the disrespectful moment of the day. But before all that, Thursday night football will be tomorrow. The Miami Dolphins will take their talents over to Cincinnati as they play the Bengals. Will this be a bounce-back game for the Bengals after them getting a win for the Giants? Are they going to continue on the up? Or will Miami prove to be too much? I think Miami not only will prove to be too much, I think Miami is going to end up smacking the mess out of Cincinnati to the point where now we're going to have a legitimate conversation. Was Cincinnati a one-hit wonder? I think that's going to be a conversation we're going to have next week. That's how bad. Or even Friday. You know, Thursday night, coming to Friday morning. I think that's going to be a legitimate conversation we're going to have. Um, offensively and defensively, this the Bengals team has not been the same. They've been struggling. And it, it, it sucks to say this, man, but – and mind you, I thought Cincinnati was going to be all right. I thought they were going to bounce back. I thought they were going to be a, still something of a legitimate threat this year. But what a time to be alive. What a time indeed. I got the Dolphins beating, murdering, slaughtering the Cincinnati Bengals. We're about to enter week four, which means we have had enough of a sample size for us to actually put out a power ranking that makes sense. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is Pride's power rankings. Number five, the Bucks. I understand the Bucks just lost to to the Packers. I feel like if Mike Evans was there, it'd be a different situation. I I and again it, it wasn't like the Packers blew them out, right? Both teams kind of played a subpar game. However, I do genuinely believe that the two games we saw before is more or less a better version of the Buccaneers that we saw. They're still winning games. They're still proving that they're still better than other teams. Even though they just lost to the Packers, no one's really going around, going leaving that game saying that the Packers are better than the Buccaneers. No one's really saying that. No one really believes that either. So 
Um, I do expect a better performance from Brady and the gang. Uh, next, uh, I believe they play on the Chiefs on Sunday. So I do expect to see something better. Now, if they lose that, they're definitely going to fall out of the top five. They're hanging on by my top five by a thread. By a thread. If they end up losing, it's going to be very interesting to see how it ends up playing out. But number four, the Chiefs. Now, I had to put the Chiefs at four. I, I had to put them at four. Because the other three teams, I think everyone else knows this, the other three teams are just head, shoulders, knees, and toes above everyone right now. But I do think a dominant Chiefs win and perhaps a loss from my number three, which I'll tell you in a minute, could perhaps catapult the Chiefs up there. The Chiefs are a great team. Unfortunately, they're, this year so far, a few other teams have been performing great too. So it kind of leaves the Chiefs in this weird place. Again, they just lost. Again, them losing to the Colts, yes, it's surprising and it's shocking. Um, again, it's it's not like they got dominated. However, they made far too many mistakes. They made far too many mistakes. And people are going to point to Patrick Mahomes' interception and go, oh, that's what sealed the deal. In my opinion, the deal was sealed before he threw that interception. I think they just made way too they the Chiefs notice when the Chiefs play a, a, a kind of sloppy game, they lose because that means their defense is out there for too long. There are some teams that can get away with it because you have a great defense and your defense can kind of bail you out some of those times. The Chiefs don't have that. They don't. And because they don't have that. I think that's what shot them in the foot. I do think they could bounce back against the Bucs. Let's see what happens. You know, they have the potential to bounce back. However, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. But as of right now, I got them four. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills coming into week three looked like they were a juggernaut. They looked unstoppable. They looked top tier. They looked wild. They looked great. Then, I don't know what happened, but the Dolphins happened. I didn't think the Dolphins were going to be able to beat the Bills. And I don't think the Bills thought that either. But Miami gave themselves a fighting chance. And lo and behold, they walk out with a three-point win. Um, especially that last play, the Bills couldn't snap the ball in time. Their offensive coordinator in the press box was going absolutely wild. Um, but... For me, the way I look at it, they lost. And again, same thing with the Chiefs. The only difference why I gave them the edge was because they did look more dominant than the Chiefs did the first two weeks. But you, you, there were some sloppiness in terms of the Bills. Um, not being able to get the 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 thing off, the snap off was is is unacceptable. Um the and what really again what also kind of put them there for me in terms of total yards, Buffalo had more. They had more passing and rushing yards, and they averaged more yards per uh, per play. So you have all this stuff, and then you end up leaving with an L. Yes, it's gonna have to drop you, but it's not gonna drop you completely because you still showed that you're still a quality team. Again, it was sloppy. Um, I, I believe the Bills even had a loss, uh, a fumble that they lost. Let's see how they bounce back. I have high expectations, and I believe they will, because if they don't, 
ooh, it's not going to be looking good for them. But uh, they're playing the Ravens on Sunday. So let's see if they can. Number two, the Miami Dolphins. They beat the juggernaut. They beat a team in Buffalo that I didn't think they would to become only one of the last two undefeated teams remaining. And after beating them, like we touched on earlier, tomorrow they play Cincinnati, which, like I said, I believe is a win. The Dolphins are just chugging. They're just chugging along like nothing's wrong. Um, Tua Tungavailoa, oh, I'm sorry, Tua, Tua Tungavailoa, he's hitting deep dots to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, even though I thought he couldn't throw the ball, whatever. But I will say, for me, for the Dolphins, the only reason why they're not number two is because the number one team has a quarterback that is playing, in my opinion, phenomenal. He's proving all the critics wrong way too much, in my opinion. Way too much. Way too much. We, he's, this, 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 this dude got to relax for a minute because he's going a little too hard in the paint, as you have to say. But I am talking the number one team, the Philadelphia Eagles. We're looking at a dude in Jalen Hurts who is still running the ball. And now, now he's throwing it. He's throwing the ball. We're seeing improvements in his throwing game that I think was going to continue. You're now seeing him scan the field. You're seeing him take a, an extra second, two more seconds. To look and see and go, he's who I, I, I'm hit AJ Brown or I'm hit Smith. Maybe I, let me hit Dallas Goddard here. And then he's combined that with his explosiveness, which is really what's making Philly real hard to, to defend offensively. Defensively, you got Slay. In my opinion, is the Michael Evans, he's the Mike Evans of quarterbacks. He does everything you need from a quarterback, from a cornerback. He's showing you he's a legit top corner in the league. He's putting up the stats, but never gets his flowers. He's going to start getting his flowers one day. Hopefully, that day is yesterday because they're long overdue. So to recap, number five, the Buccaneers. Four, Chiefs. Three, Bills. The two spot, it goes to the Dolphins. And number one. The Philadelphia Eagles. Next week, you could see a lot of changes. You could see none. It's going to be very interesting to find out. Moving on to some NBA talk. That's right, National Basketball Association. There's a few players, in my opinion, who's got something to prove. Who are they? I'm going to spit them out for you right now. Number one, Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi Leonard needs to come back and prove that he's still not only a top two-way player in the league, but also a top player in the league, period. People are now saying Luka Doncic clears him effortlessly. People are now saying Nikola Jokic clears him effortlessly. Once you start saying these stuff about a guy in Kawhi Leonard who has all the talent in the world, is it possible that those guys are really better than him? Or 
Is it just we haven't seen Kawhi in a while, so you tend to forget about him? He's gonna have to come back and step. Uh, he's gonna have to come back, put his uh, step foot on the court, and prove to us so we can see what really is going on with Kawhi Leonard. Another one, Anthony Davis. I love AD. Uh, last year, I thought he could win MVP. Turns out he was more interested in the DNP. Okay, so for me. He needs to prove, forget being talented, forget being top tier, forget all that. Can you show me you can play for more than 60 games? Can you show me that? Please. Now, Anthony Davis is in a situation where every single time he steps on the court, people make the joke. Two years in a row, he hasn't played more than 42 games. Is it going to be the third? I hope not. That is something still that remains to be seen. A few more. DeAndre Ayton. He bet on himself. Almost won. Then Phoenix Suns brought him back in. There's been a lot of uh, things being Said about him, oh, he's unhappy in Phoenix. Well, duh, of course he's going to be unhappy. He tried to leave because Phoenix didn't want him. Then all of a sudden they wanted him. Um, there's there's that stuff. People doubt whether or not he really is that guy. I think this is the year that DeAndre Ayton steps up. And, dare I say, puts his name in the best centers in the game category which in my opinion he already is in, but other people don't think he is. Another guy that I believe is going to also needs to be in this conversation in terms of needing to step up. For my team, Boston Celtics, Malcolm Brogdon. This is a guy who I put him kind of in the AD category. Can you stay healthy? If you cannot remain healthy, it's not really going to matter that the Celtics really got you. It was a steal and a swindle. I love that trade. But if you can't remain healthy to contribute, what are we really doing here? Especially that a lot of people love his leadership. His leadership is something we're going to need real bad, especially with the entire Ime Udoka situation. Those are just some of the guys that I believe need to that has something to prove. I think another one, a few other honorable mentions, Tyler Hero is going to be another one. Especially him saying he wants to start. Pat, Pat Riley was like, uh, okay, good luck, kid. There's a, You got to do a lot more than just say you want to start. Another one, uh, Duncan Robinson. That's another one because every time he lost minutes and they call on his number to come back, kid just doesn't have it. So that's another guy that is going to be like that. Zion Williamson. Not only is he coming off the injury, but not with the Portland Trailblazers re uh, extending CJ McCollum, now people think that they're a legitimate playoff team. If Zion comes back, gets hurt, or it doesn't play to that same potential, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a lot of other guys that got stuff to prove. Whether or not they do it, we will figure it out. Before I hop out of here, the dummy of the day. This is where I literally disrespect a moron that I accidentally stumbled upon today. Today's moron, Hazmat Chemayev, 
So he ruins the, the UFC pay-per-view card by being overweight badly. Doesn't even try to do it. Says it was his doctor. Turns out that his doctor never said anything. Anything in the realm of don't cut weight. He then says he's going to go up to middleweight. Okay. Fine. It's okay. Go to middleweight. What does he do? He then changes his mind, wants to go back to welterweight to fight Kobe Covington. The easiest fight in that division. So, you were supposed to fight Nick Diaz. Or Nate Diaz. That was an easy fight. But, you couldn't make the weight. So then they gave you Kevin Holland. Again, an easy fight. You beat him easily. Say you're going to go up to middleweight. Which middleweight is pretty open. Middleweight is pretty open. You go up there. You beat a guy like Marvin Vittori, any one of those guys. You beat them. Guess who's going to be next in line? Robert Whitaker. You beat Robert Whitaker in two fights. You'll be the number one contender. So either after Izzy goes to Alex Pereira or if Alex Pereira beats him, whatever the case may be, you're going to be right up there. Now, you want to go back to welterweight to fight the easiest the easiest person in the division. There's a theme going on with, with, with Chamayev that's been going on. He does stupid stuff. Lately, he's been doing stupid stuff and saying stupid stuff. I'm not sure who's telling him this is a good idea. But to then call out Kobe Covington, a guy who, 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 who can't hack the game so much, he's virtually retired. Dana White has given him multiple fights. He's turned them all down. Multiple. He's turned them down because fighting is too hard for him. And now, he wants to fight Kobe Covington. Again, all this is after he missed weight by over seven and a half pounds. Virtually eight pounds. He missed it. Did not even try. He did not even try to make the weight. It's 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 uh, it's absurd. It really is absurd. You're an idiot. Fucking idiot. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. If there's any news you guys want us to talk about, please feel free and tag your boy in it. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes, and also keep an eye on the Facebook page because I sometimes do stream games, and you can kind of catch the lighter side of your boy. We're also on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Feel free. Give us a follow. We still got still working on some videos to churn out there, so that way we got more content on the page that's for you. Visit our website, www.prideforttakes.com. Not only is every episode of the, of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles. As always, go to fatcode.com, use discount code PRIDEFULTAKES, one word, and get 15% off all your organic skincare needs. That's right. Talking lipsticks, deodorant, body lotions for men, women, and children. 
Feel free to check them out and check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Prideful Takes Podcast. Check out your boys' TikTok at PR underscore Pride22. Anything, anything sports related that does not make it on the show, you'll catch it on my TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your boy Pride. Thank you for joining me. I will be back here on Friday to talk more shit about your favorite team. Until then, y'all know what to do, ladies and gentlemen. Be safe. I knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. To Shohei Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.